1967, Roland Barthes wrote La Mort de l'Auteur, The Death of the Author, an essay proclaiming that the opinions of an author on what his text may mean are irrelevant to the interpretation of said text. In 2020, Julian and Magnus Dora decided that the author's abilities are just as irrelevant. This is Kill the Author. Hello and welcome to Kill the Author, episode 19 of our school days watch through right here. Analysis and all of that. Yes, I agree. Yes, second half of episode 10, third to last episode. We're getting there. From what I remember, right before the final, like, big arc, uh, next episode kind of starts the finale. It's going to be a two-episode finale, and there's going to be, like, a pretty massive time skip, from what I remember, between these two episodes. I don't remember, but I will trust you on this. Yeah, like, the next episode is in December already, and this is, like, still a day Mm. after, like, this fall festival. I've I have little sense of time in this show. I mean it's relevant to the finale that it's in December. <laughs> yeah, I know, the finale. Mm. Uh we'll see. We'll see. We'll see once we get there. So how did the last episode end? Um I mean okay, it's still this episode, right? But like our okay. last episode. How did the half of the episode end? The last um, the first I half. think on something really big and that we didn't remember. It it, it ended on a breakup. From what I recall. Yes. Now that we're finally done with this, the yes. show can finally uh, take a turn to the the better, right? Like, are we even still pretending that? Are we no, we're still not. Pretending okay. it could? Let's just go. <laughs> so, first scenes in the school. Yes. Uh, it's evening now. Mm-hmm. Like, the sky's red and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, we can, you can just hear people say goodbye. Yeah, the whole episode has this apocalyptic evening lighting. Like, there's only scenes, like, in the late evening and at night in this episode, mm. which is something that I noticed. Uh, so we can hear uh, people say goodbye, and mm-hmm. we see Kotonoha for just a moment uh, cleaning. Yeah. Pre- she's pro- presumably... She's... Presumably Kotonoha. I, don't, I think we don't see her face. I think it is. Yeah, and we don't see her be. eyes. Yeah. They're, like, covered in shadow. We don't yeah, see yeah. them. At least I assume she's still cleaning. Uh, from the school festival because yeah, probably. probably no one else is. Yeah. They probably, probably just left it to her to do this. And then we get a scene in Makoto's classroom. Yes, with some of his classmates. Yeah. Sakai is attempting to call him mm-hmm. but she just gets a voicemail response. Like, did she... And like, I'm wondering, did his phone even ring or is it turned off? That's a good question. Yeah. Because I think you get a message like that either if you wait like really, really long. But I don't think cell phones these days do that much anymore, to be fair. Yeah. I mean, we will find out in the next scene Mm. why he's not responding to his phone. And we've had hints towards it in the last Mm -hmm. episode too. And then uh, (laughs) Nanami appears, Mm -hmm. the one we call boy. Yes. And Nanami appears and says, Makoto doesn't look like it, but he's pretty popular, Mm -hmm. which... Which came out of nowhere. She just showed up and told him, Hey, you know, Makoto, I know he looks hideous, but he's very popular. <laughs> yeah. Like, there is, is still this sort of dichotomy that the show wrestles with, which is nobody was ever interested in Makoto before this semester. Like, no one ever got with him before this semester. And suddenly everyone's all over him without having, without anything having significantly changed in the world. 
And like, why are people into Makoto specifically? I mean, they are. Yeah, but why? Like we've seen. <laughs> he, he has no personality traits that are attractive to anyone. Probably. Yes. And he was. it was just mentioned that he's not that particularly interesting looking. Like, I don't get it. Based on... Like, if we try to look at it from a realistic standpoint, of course there's no reason why people are attracted to him. People are attracted to him because he's the main character in a harem anime. That's why people are attracted to him. Yeah, but, like, you'd expect the show one us to at least give a shit. Or actually... He's the main character in a romance anime who acts like the main character in a harem <laughs> anime. I think that's the thing that's happening. I, I, I did read a little bit about some of the things that happen in the uh, individual novel for this mm-hmm. for this for this episode. Uh, we'll we'll get there. Okay. Uh, then the Nami continues and says, uh, "Make sure you hold on to him." And then she immediately goes on to talk about a different subject. Yeah. It's so weird. She just shows up, starts talking some random shit about Makoto, and then moves on to a different topic. Yeah. Uh, she mentions... She's just here to drop weird hints about maybe Makoto not being loyal to Seikai. Like, she does the same thing again in, like, a few sentences. She mentions the girls' basketball party. Yes. That's central to this episode. Yes. And... Were you also like, wait, okay, so this is not like an after party for the school festival. Yeah, I also forgot the specifics. Yeah, because like, if it's the girls' basketball party, and like, Sekai, for example, is only coming because they like, collected her for it, because they wanted some more people to attend. Mm-hmm. Like, there is a very important plot point at that festival that would basically only be relevant to people who were involved with the school festival like if this this feels like weird placement for this why this girl's basketball team uh i don't know um sekai says specifically she's not a member of the basketball team yes but then nami goes on i don't know one of the seniors uh bugged me to find people for it right uh which is weird i mean we know the truth we know what's gonna happen at the basketball party yes we do know that but from what I can gather, they didn't tell her to pick up specifically Sekai. Yeah. So they probably didn't edit the footage we'll see there later on. In Like, Sekai was just going to be in it whether she showed up or not. I don't know, maybe they told Nanami to uh, ask people to go there and they expected her to go to Sekai. Yeah, but isn't that like a lot of steps? <laughs> isn't that a lot of steps for this? I, I was I almost just said we're overanalyzing this, but that's the entire point. Yeah. Also, like, I don't think we're overanalyzing it that much. I think that's just kind of a plot hole, actually. Uh, Sekai agrees to joining them. And then they both ask Setsuna, who's sitting in the back row, mm-hmm. if she wants to join them. But then she, she says, tomorrow I'll... Then she cuts herself off and says, I can't tomorrow. You know, I think it's great that the show kind of writes itself as if it was made for our format, where it reminds us in the second half of the episode of the plot points from the first half that are going to be relevant for the rest of it. Which is that for some reason, Setsuna will not tell Sekai that yeah. she's leaving. She does not tell Sekai. Uh, by the way, that she's leaving that night. Yes. Yes, she's leaving that night. Like, not not this night, the next one. Okay. Yeah, the time in this episode is fucking weird. Because, like, that's why I brought it up that it's always evening time or night time. Because it's important what scenes happen at what time so you can gather, okay, what's the what's the order of shit? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep track of it and tell you uh, if we're on day one or on day two. I mean, I, I, I can imagine yeah. when that is. 
So then Setna asks Sakai where Makoto is. Mm-hmm. Uh, she basically explains that she doesn't know. She's probably he's probably off slacking off somewhere. And then Setna just kind of quietly says to herself, "So it wasn't Sakai." Mm. Who at what at at first I was confused about this, but then I remembered yeah, what yeah, this yeah. means. It's because she did read the message Makoto. Yeah, uh, had. yeah, because Makoto dropped his phone on it. It had the message that said, uh, "See you in PE storage room." Then, mm, yeah. And at first she thought it was Kotonoha, but because uh, she because she started drilling him with questions about Kotonoha. Yeah, but from context, it was pretty clear. Okay, it's not Kotonoha. Yeah, so she assumed it was Sekai. And it also wasn't But now Sakai. she knows it wasn't Sakai, so now she's probably suspicious here. She didn't even have yeah. it on the on the monitor that there's someone else involved, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Setsna says that she'll go looking for him. Mm. Probably because she wants to figure out who the message was actually for. Mm. Yeah. Uh, in the next scene, we find out why Makoto wasn't answering his phone. Yes. Because he was off having sex again in the storage yes, room. With Kato. With Kato. Uh, so th- th- she's who the message was for. If yes. you didn't catch that, <laughs> he wrote her to see in PE storage because they. Oh, there, she yeah. wrote him to see him in PE storage, whatever. I think the message was from her to him, and he was about mm. to respond to it. Yeah, the first thing that Makoto says in the scene actually implies that she was the one who invited him mm. to go to uh, to the PE storage room. Yeah, which I think is how it happened. Yeah. Um. And then Kato says that. Uh, he looks like he's been thinking all day. Mm-hmm. I don't think he looks like he's thinking ever, because <laughs> he like she just looks completely. Th- this Let kind me of shorten neutral that. I don't fucking... think he's thinking <laughs> in general ever. Because like, look, I'm looking at his face in the scene, and he's just like this fucking jovial yeah. bullshit that we keep having yeah. to deal with. When she does this, when she tells him that he's been thinking all day, he flashbacks to all the affairs that he has, basically. To, like, all of his various relationships. Yeah, on this day uh, in the school, he met three guys. (laughs) (laughs) He goes through the entire plot in his head. Yeah. And then he says, uh, no matter what I do, it seems like a pain. Yeah, I also wrote that down. Which, okay, there there are two interpretations what he means. Mm -hmm. The more charitable one is that he seems to cause pain no matter where he goes. Yeah, but that's not what he means, yeah, right? No. Like, that's not how that's Especially worded. considering how it continues. Because, like, the question is, okay, it causes pain to him, probably. Like, yeah. whatever he does, it it isn't fulfilling to him. Like, the way he says it with yeah. a very neutral face. You know, li- like, like a pain doesn't literally mean having pain. It means being annoying. Yeah. N- n- not In necessarily just being annoying, just, like, nothing he does fulfills him. Yeah. We can see it like that. Yeah, because then Kato... Uh, says, does he feel like this when he's with her? And he, like, very extremely tightly grabs her hand. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no. And, like, to me what this means is, it's not a pain to him to be in a relationship with Kato because she doesn't make any demands. Also, I think there's something more to this because I think he's not... Because he's not in a relationship with Kato. I think that's the thing. Yeah. He doesn't want to be in a relationship. He w- just wants to have casual sex. That's literally the only thing he wants. Just live a fucking life where you don't have relationships and just casual sex with someone. Also, like, something this made me think of is... Okay, like, we saw the whole Kato plot as fucking stupid and something not necessary for this so far. Yes. But is Kato actually the perfect partner for him? <laughs> because Kato also seems to be okay with this not really being a relationship. Mm. I mean, they're both horrible people. Also, they they're both horrible common. people. Yeah, they're horrible people They've known and each they other just for years. Fuck. Yeah. I think we solved school days. I think we solved it. We I think finally we found the perfect pairing. 
The author has been killed. And perfect. <laughs> we headshot sound effect. <laughs> and from this point onwards, everything will be fine unless Makoto somehow ruined all the relationships in his life already. Hey, don't don't spoil me. <laughs> I don't remember. Okay. Kato says that before this, she felt like he didn't uh, think of her as a woman. Yeah. And now she likes being acknowledged as such. Uh, which which is also a weird thing to yes, say. Yes, it's a very weird thing to say. It's it's fucking wild. It's like um, before. It didn't seem like you acknowledged me as a woman because you didn't make advances on me. Yes. Is this what that means? See, they're perfect for one another. <laughs> they're perfect for one another. She also has a really fucking weird image of women. Then they share a disgusting kiss. Yes. That I hate looking at. I did not look at it. Uh, and then we find out that Dobby was watching. I literally wrote that same <laughs> thing down. the same yeah. sentence. We keep quoting that my immortal passage and it's going to be indecipherable for people. Uh, Setsuna is outside the room and listening in on yeah. all of this. Uh, for context, in the hit fanfiction, My Immortal, yes. there's a scene where uh, Lupin and Snape are having sex. But it says Snake and Lupin because yes. there's a lot of spelling errors. And, and Dobby was watching. And Dobby was watching. <laughs> That's the only time Dobby is mentioned in that story. So we all, whenever two people are having sex and someone else is there watching them. Watching it and being <laughs> miserable. And, it's, and Dobby was watching. Yeah. Setsna is outside of the room, like, listening in on what's going on. She's yes. like, Makoto. Uh, why did I ever expect anything else? Honestly, why? Why? I had no good reason to expect what anything else What the hell have ever. I done? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I'm going to move away tomorrow. Mm. Uh, the next scene is at Kotonoha's house. Yes, a um, very short scene. Uh, it's probably in the middle of the night, or at mm. least very late. Uh, Kotonoha's in the kitchen. Uh, the tap is, the sink is just running, and yeah. she's just standing there. Yeah, but it's like a glass in her hand. Yeah, we see her, her sister showing up and being like, "What are, what are you doing up so late?" Mm. Uh, Kokoro being like, um, "What are you doing?" And then we get like a very. It's like when you walk into the kitchen and I'm standing there in front of the fridge at three a.m. in three a.m. in underwear eating, eating pickles. Eating pickles. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly like that, just with additional knife imagery in this situation, because we see mm. the the knives the knives right next to Kotonoha, and the camera like lingers on them, which yeah. you know could be one of two things. Either this is like, you know, suicidal imagery. Mm. It's, she's up in the middle of the night standing in the kitchen we see the knives she doesn't really respond to her sister that's like you know self-harm that mm. kind of imagery or it's foreshadowing to the finale I uh, think it's, it's which it's may or may not have anything to do with knife probably there, not there are There's there, no way. Is, there is a knife in the finale I can say that there much. may or may not be a knife in the there finale there may actually be two knives in the finale finale may contain one. traces of knives yes uh, trigger warning for the finale in advance contains knives <laughs> uh, by the way does it bother you uh, to see in media just a, a sink overflowing and no one turning it off it does doesn't it bother you a no, lot no it actually it bothers bother me, me a lot I actually, when I see it, I think like, like you know, the wet bandits. And yeah, I hate that alone. too. I hate looking at that. <laughs> or it's the same if I also, see... Also, I don't, don't think it's overflowing in this scene, though. It's not. It's just running. Yeah. But speaking of overflowing, mm. the next scene is in Setna's house, uh, where we have an unnecessary scene of her in the bathtub. Oh, yeah. I didn't even write that one down. Yeah, I did. I think she just says Makoto's name. That's it. Mm. And we see that all of her stuff is packed. Mm. And speaking of overflowing, her bathtub is overflowing. Oh, okay. Like, completely. Like, if you're so small, how do you fuck that up? How do you do that? Like, when I get in the bathtub, sometimes it gets a little bit fuller than I expected it. Because I'm massive. 
Setsna is like a leaf in the wind. Setsna is like three apples tall. Setsna unsettingly looks a lot like a child. <laughs> I know. Anyways. Like, <laughs> she, like, I mean, does she just go in the bathtub and leave the, leave the sink on? What is wrong with you? Yeah. Side note, I went back to some previous episodes mm. uh, for later. And one thing I noticed in particular is uh, the roof. Mm-hmm. The roof? Yeah, the roof of the school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's kind of, it was kind of an elemental yeah, set. It showed up a couple of times. Yeah, but I think until since the beginning of episode seven, it, it has not appeared at all. Yeah, I think we've last seen it in the context of Kotonoha seeing that Makoto and Sekai were yeah. making out at that. And that was right? at the beginning of episode seven, slash the end of episode six. Episode seven? Yeah. That was like three episodes ago? Yeah. It, it sure don't feel like it. Yeah, that feels like. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I mean, for us, it was literally a year ago. But that feels like it was way longer ago in the show. Lots have hap- lots has happened since. Yeah. And nothing has happened since. Yeah. <laughs> Both, it's the, it's yes. the school day's experience. Mm-hmm. Her next scene. Mm-hmm. It's Makoto's house. Yes. So, uh... I wrote down this episode of Setsuna character assassination. I think that's somewhat... I, I put it on the side that's somewhat related to this scene, I think. Uh, Makoto is in his apartment and he gets a call mm-hmm. from Setsuna. Uh, she asks him if he's there. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as he says yes, she says good. And then his, we can hear his doorbell ringing. So, okay, this this brings up a question we brought up before. Does he have parents? <laughs> Does he live alone? Because when someone comes by my house and rings the door in the middle of the fucking night... I don't just, oh yeah, I'm going to go there and bring you up and give you something to drink. Like, does Makoto live alone? I don't think we've had a definitive answer to that one. I don't remember. We've had it for a few characters. We've had it for Sekai and we've had it for uh, Kotonoha. I think, I think, actually, if I remember right, I think he even, he has has a sister. I might be. But seriously, you can't just ring at someone's house in the middle of the night. Maybe his parents just threw him out. Maybe. In foresight. Maybe they maybe it's just like it's like this thing um where both the parents said they want a divorce and left a note and left at the same time. Yeah, man, what a kerfuffle. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. You know Comedy that common situation. <laughs> also, uh Setna went to his door and then ringed him to ask him if he's even yeah. present. Yeah. Uh, maybe. I mean mood. <laughs> <laughs> That's a mood. I can see. I can see um, myself doing that. I thought maybe the reason for this is because she didn't want him to uh, avoid this. Mm-hmm. So like she yeah. wouldn't ask him if he's actually there until she's already at his house, yeah. so that he couldn't run away, so that he had to face this. So in the next scene, she's in his apartment now. Yeah. And she has like her suitcase with her. He's bringing her something to drink. Yeah. She has a suitcase there, which indeed implies that she is currently in the process of leaving. Yes. Which can't be. Okay, wait, actually it can be. Oh my god, I just put the pieces together. Oh my god. Yes. We'll get to it. Okay. But that implies to me that before she went to the airport, she was just at Makoto's house. Yeah. And the scene where we see her drive there with the train is in the evening again. Because we still have we have evening lighting again. So she was at Makoto's house the entire day. I suppose. And there is a scene a bit later where Sekai tries to call him and can't reach him. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> uh, Anyways. Okay. Anyway, let's go yes. on so that everyone can share the pain. It gets worse before it gets worse. <laughs> uh, Yamakoto yeah, enters the room with tea 
And he says, and I quote, uh, I thought you were just saying you were going to spend time with me to like Kotonoha. Yeah. With like, uh, with like... Because of Kotonoha, yeah. Yeah, nonchalantly. And oh my god, I hate his face in this scene so much. I always hate his face, but I hate, yeah. hate it especially in this he scene. He shows no regret, he shows yeah. no remorse. Yeah. It's just such, it's he's just like, like... I had this early hypothesis that there is this biting uh, critique of the visual novel dating game genre in this anime by laying it threadbare out and having us try to empathize with the protagonist of a visual novel. With the worst person imaginable. And this scene really feels like a visual novel to me. This is really a, okay, I've basically like went off of this character's route, but ah, there's this last scene where I can still turn it around. This is the feeling that I get off of this one. Um, she asks him what happened after PE, mm-hmm. which <laughs> reminds me of that meme. How was PE today? You know the one? <laughs> no, I don't know that one. I think I, it, or I forgot it. It's like uh, it's like a, an image. It's just like how was PE class today? And then there's two reaction images. Mm-hmm. One of them is happy. One of them is sad. Oh yeah, yeah, these faces. And one of them is just a horrified, yes. no, void. <laughs> this is how I feel after PE. Yeah, mood. After that PE mood. Um, after a pause, he says, it's none of her business. Mm-hmm. Like, he, like, starts looking upset. Uh, and then he, he basically just tells him what's going on. Uh, like, I, I know what you did. You cheated on mm-hmm. her. And, like, what if, what if Sakai knew? Mm-hmm. And then he responds, like, so you didn't tell her? Yeah, like, really relieved. Oh, so you didn't tell her? And then, uh, what happens next is so fucking weird. Because mm-hmm. then he starts going, like, Yeah, he, um, he is straight on Max on her. Yeah, uh, he's just like, um, who are you doing all of this for? So you must like me then. If yeah, you she didn't says tell for Sekai. Sekai. No, you must doing this because of me. And like five seconds ago, she accused you of cheating, and now you're just turned it on yeah. his fucking head, accusing her of whatever. Well, I'm sure you did this thing that's very consistent with your motivation, only for me. <laughs> and then uh, she says that she she doesn't like him yes. like that. And then he says, well, you don't dislike me, you know? Which, you know, yeah. great response to a no, my dude. You know, like, like I'm not a great fan of tuna, but I don't dislike it. Therefore, it means that I want to fuck tuna, right? Yes. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> this, is a, this is a no. Ah, so you mean a little yes. <laughs> this is what this is. Mm-hmm. So the next part of my... For some reason, the next part of my notes, they're just gone. It's just a cursed image. I don't mm. know what happened there. I don't know. Uh... So, do we move on with the next scene? Uh, what do I have in I my notes? I think that's much. They have sex. Yeah, they have sef- sex. They do have sex. He he assaults her uh, after she basically said no. She struggles against him as he presses her down and kisses her. You know, that kind of sa- thing. But there are some more things that are actually relevant that happen in this scene. Yeah. Setsuna seems to have... Um, my... What Setsuna is doing here while she's on the bed is basically like, you have to break up with Kato the same way you broke up with Kotonoha, is what she tells him. And what I gathered from that is that the scene earlier with Kotonoha, where he like actually broke it off for the first time, kind of gave her the wrong impression that he can end things. As if she weren't aware that like that only happened because she was present in that moment. Because she seems to think, okay, Makoto just breaks things off now and wants to be with Sekai or whatever. And that Kato just happens to be there and doesn't really play into that. 
And then she basically tells Mikado, you can do anything you want to me if you break up with her. Which shows... This is the part where I wrote down character assassination of Setsna. Because that that portrays an awful... Like, an awful lack of judgment. An awful lack of understanding of who Mikado is. <laughs> I just do not remotely understand what yeah. the writers tried to do with Setsna. Especially in this episode. Yeah. This is like her final episode. She yeah, leaves yeah, yeah, after yeah. this. What were they trying to do? I think we'll get a little bit more of what the idea behind Setsna is in the last scene of this episode. Uh, Perhaps. We'll get to that when we'll get to that. I have I have a theory of what Setsna's role in this anime sort of is. But the role Setsna has kind of like made for herself in especially this episode is... I will do absolutely everything necessary so Makoto and Sekai are together when I leave. With a very strong lack of understanding of what happens after I'm gone. <laughs> yeah. So maybe if this is the way that she works, maybe this is why... Because I'm trying to understand why the hell she pretended to be in a relationship with Makoto mm -hmm. in front of Kotonoha. Maybe because she wanted rather Kotonoha to be angry at her. Rather than mm -hmm. Sekai. And mm -hmm. then she's gone, so it doesn't matter anymore. There's a logic to that. There's a logic to that. It's just the issue with that is that only works if Makoto and Sekai aren't blatantly together after <laughs> <Yes>. this. <laughs> Which is what she wants. It's it's like perhaps it's like Setsna just ceases to exist after this scene and cannot think after this episode yeah, and cannot yeah, think Setsna further can ahead. Setsna can think further ahead than like two days. That's the absolute yeah. limit of Setsna's understanding. It just ends there. Yeah. So the next scene is yes. also... Please, let's leave this. Let's quite leave relevant. This yeah. Oh no, we're going into another bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're now in front of the AV room. I yes. had to look this up because I'm not English. Oh, what AV is? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, just uh, audio video. It's a computer yeah, yeah. room. Yeah, it's the computer we room. We call this computer room. Yeah. We say we see someone talking to someone there. Mm -hmm. Presum presumably it's someone from the basketball uh, team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking to like a person who handles this place. And telling him There's to... probably like a very rich history and plot line that happens with the basketball team that we never get to see. Oh, oh, I, I, oh, I, lo I looked stuff up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. This person is telling whoever handles the AV room that they're moving the basketball party into there. Mm -hmm. uh, presumably because their team room is too small for their party. Yeah. We know this isn't true. We know why they're doing the party yeah, 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 in yeah, yeah. the AV room specifically. Yeah. And then we also have Nanami and Sekai standing in the door. And Nanami again just brings up Makoto, <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, uh, and basically asks Sekai if she uh, if she managed to contact him, and she says that she couldn't. And this is what you mentioned before. Yeah, yeah. Have mm -hmm. they been fucking all day? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God. Um. If she, if she basically uh says that she wasn't able to contact Makoto, and I was like, yeah, she's probably busy cheating on you. Yeah. And since she also can't contact Setsuna, yeah, she's also busy cheating on yeah, you. It's, and it's then Nami says, maybe they were out cheating on you. <laughs> and I, I, like, in that order, I made the notes. <laughs> and also, it's like they're like, yeah, this is we just to get the timing in order. Uh, we had first scene of the episode, evening time. The scene with Makoto and Setsuna at night. Night time. And this scene is evening time again. So yes, a whole day has passed. We're at the evening of the next day, which is the day that Se uh, Setsna said she will leave. It's gonna be this day. Yeah, um... Sekai jokes, that would never happen, right? Comedy laugh track. Yeah. And then Sekai asks Nanami, how are things with her boyfriend? 
Yeah, I, I wrote like that down. He blushes because we know who that is. Yeah, he 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 said he said he's a library race, rapist. Yeah, yeah, and then she says, Sekai says, I quote, "You can get him to be nicer to you since he's older." I didn't even write, uh, notice yeah, that part. She just says that you can get him to be nicer since he's older. It's just a weird thing. Are, are, are boys nicer when they're old? Man, the images of the image of gender in this anime. Yeah. Huh? Like this is not even common gender stereotypes. Yeah, what like this is this is advanced. This is advanced. <laughs> this sexism. is an advanced school of sexism. <laughs> I don't even know that one. I am a novice. I am no longer a novice. <laughs> I am merely an apprentice in the art of sexism. I don't know. <laughs> I am no I longer a do. simple novice, Naruto. <laughs> I am a I am a journeyman of sexism. <laughs> um, while this is happening, Kato walks in from the back. And the next scene is also... Uh, there's just so much going on yeah, in this episode. There's so much going on. Uh, basically, Nanami... Basically, all the plots are being wrapped up now. That's what's happening. That's why so much is yeah. going on. The next thing that happens is Nanami introduces Sekai and Kato. Yeah, which was wild to me. Exactly. Uh, apparently, this is... They so only know each other through PE. Yeah. That's the only contact they've had. And I was like, this can't be right. Like, this. Kato has been bullying Katonoha for 10 episodes. Yeah. There's no way she doesn't know, like, why that is. Yeah. <laughs> what? I thought she was bullying her for not being... Uh, for her boyfriend not her... being faithful. Yeah. Like, she what barely has an means? understanding of Sekai. She barely knows that Sekai exists. Like, I, I assume, like, from what I gathered in this scene, she knows Sekai. Like, she knows Sekai more than, uh, than Sekai knows her. Yeah, probably. But, like... They've never really interacted before. <laughs> and also, are you telling me they're parts of the same, like, sports class without knowing each other's names? Yeah. This also seems weird to me. I mean, maybe they have really big sports classes in Japan. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Man, you, you could have figured it out if you only did some research this episode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the rest of this scene, I just split into its extra scene. Mm. It, I, I don't know why I number these. It's completely irrelevant. Yeah. We Welcome to scene 13. <laughs> so uh, the viewing starts. Mm -hmm. Basically, one of the whoever people who runs this says everyone has. I wrote been... this person down as literally who. Yeah, that's Here... what I wrote down. <laughs> Here's the viewing everyone has been waiting for. Which like the Nami comments on viewing. I thought this was a yeah, party of some like, kind. I thought this was a party. Yeah. Um, and then we see like like five girls uh, next to each other who look like the cast of an anime. Like, yeah. they have very distinct hairstyles. Yeah, they look all pretty... They look all really smug. Yeah. And, like, the same kind of, like, creepy horror music plays that played when uh, Kotonoha saw uh, Sekai and Makoto on the roof together. Mm -hmm. It's yeah, the yeah. same music. The mm -hmm. same, like, ah, ho okay, okay, okay. Hor horror music. And it's at this part... I know this because this is the part where I went back to uh, to look at early episodes. Mm -hmm. Because I had to know who the fuck those five girls yeah, are. Yeah, same. I have no um, idea who they are. So... Like, I was I was convinced from my memory that the sex tape viewing was something orchestrated by either Kato. In my memory, Ka it was yeah, Kato. it was them. But like from context, it obviously wasn't. Yeah, it can be Kato because Kato is present there. Also, um, it, but it's like it makes sense that we think that, right? Because like the overly cruel mean girl click is already something we have in this anime, and it's Kato and her gang. But uh, now we yeah. have this very completely different, even meaner mean girl click. Click the yeah. meaner girls. I thought it was the mean girls because 
I, I'm pretty sure we saw them. At least we saw Kato in episode seven. Yeah. When it was brought up that there were cameras inside the fuck room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I thought it was them, but it wasn't. It was two faceless girls that we didn't see the head of. Mm. They were setting these up and talking about the cameras. Mm. They said that if we're running uh, the fuck room, uh, we should reap some of the perks, mm -hmm. some of the benefits from yeah. this. Uh, which I guess means that they get to tape everyone inside. Also, okay, okay, now I'm thinking about what my thought process wa was, because I did know this is the scene where Seikai, uh, that's gonna happen in the scene, spoilers, uh, Seikai is gonna see on the sex tapes that they filmed there that Makoto had something with Kato. But that means that in my mind, I didn't connect that Kato would be the one orchestrating it and showing a video of her fucking Makoto. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why it couldn't be Kato, right? <laughs> Would my thought, my thought process Wait a minute. probably like, her showing off again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's just showing okay. them her homemade sex tape. <laughs> <laughs> um, so those five girls, I have not found out who they are exactly. Okay. But there's very little information about this episode in particular, mm. in detail on the wiki, okay. or about the sex tape viewing in general. But I thought, like, this must be something that also happens in the visual novel, at least on some route. So I looked that up. Yeah, like, this seems like it's very connected to the whole school festival thing, and that's a big yeah. thing in the visual so novel. So one of the potential episodes you can get in the visual novel is called the videotape, mm -hmm. which is this. Okay, okay. Uh, which is basically this, but uh, in that particular way the show can go, it's different. Okay. It's kind of weird. Often reading, like, what the various episodes in the visual novel can be like is like reading a an alternate, even more miserable version of yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, like, the, the anime sort of, meant, like, references a lot of the different stories without, like, deliberately mm. going down those paths. So, and I think this is one so of So based them. on what I figured out, the whole Makoto-Kato relationship is either in a different path mm. in the visual novel than this one, okay. or it's not there at all. Because instead, in the videotape route, it is instead... Kotonoha is there at the tape viewing. Okay. And there she sees a video of Makoto and Sekai having sex. Oh. And this is how she finds out in that route, at least. Oh, interesting. And who's organizing it there? Uh, prob uh, the same. Okay, so there's four people who are actually listed by name okay. on the wiki. I know who none of them are. Okay. Based on what I can tell, they're all characters from Cross Days. Uh, is this a route in Cross Days, then? Uh, no. I think I think these are all just cameos. Ah, it's cameos. Okay, okay. Yeah, they're Cross Day characters. One of them is, like, one of the main characters, actually. Mm. But there's very little info about them in particular. Okay. And uh, I thought this was weird because there's very little understandable motivation to this. Uh-huh. Because, uh, okay, let's, let, let's just get back to how the scene progresses. Yes. Because the first thing we see is a video of Nanami having sex with her boyfriend. Yes. You know... The child molester. Yeah, the that child guy. molester. That guy, uh, yes. I told you that he was actually on screen in this, yeah, <laughs> in this anime. Uh, I wrote down, uh, my first note was, uh, we see Nanami have sex with Light Yagami. Because his hair looks like that okay. in that shot. And Nanami basically, like, breaks down crying mm -hmm. in the course of the scene. And it's kind of really, really rough. We, we hear, like, people uh, kind of screaming a little. Mm. So it, it, do seem that, it does seem like the people there are not enjoying this. They are, yeah, it seems like, like they're really as horrible. shocked as everyone else. Yeah. And, yeah, of course, the next thing we see on the camera mm. is Makoto and Kato having sex, because yeah. that also happened. And Sekai is there. She yeah. sees this happening. Sekai is there. Uh, Dobby is watching. Yeah. <laughs> Dobby is remotely watching. And uh, watching all of this and, like, you know, the, the puzzle pieces are coming yep. together in her head. She's like, no way. 
Uh, yeah. Well, by the way, those the 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 Mina girls who are mm-hmm. showing this are all like fucking standing in the corner, all smug. Yeah. This is why I want to find out more about them because this is just a such a purely evil thing yeah, to do. Yeah, this is a weirdly evil. You thing. You know, you'd think maybe they're sex taping these people so they can blackmail them. It's especially a weirdly evil and out of fucking nowhere thing for these no-name characters that have never shown up before. Yeah, like. You'd think that maybe at least in the visual novel they have more background, but they don't. They're just... They're cameos from another they're, game. They're just... Yeah, like, this doesn't really make sense. Like, it, it would make so much more sense if Kato was the one orchestrating this. Like, Kato is established as being a complete monster. Yeah, but not that much of a monster. That's why, we call, them, that's why we call them the Mina girls. I think that much of a monster. Like, that would have been a scene that would have been completely in character to do for Kato, but Kato can't do it because she's the one having sex with Makoto on tape. Mm. And I think that's literally the reason why they brought in no-name different other characters that have never fucking shown up before. Okay. Now we get to my by far largest bit of research I did for this. Okay. Because I had to know... Because we argued before already in the episode when we saw that the cameras were being set yeah. up. This is definitely illegal. This is ultra illegal. This is super yeah, illegal in sure. some way. Yeah. For sure. But I wanted to know more. Actually, like, that's multiple crimes, right? Like recording it is one of the crimes. Uh, showing it yeah. is a different one. I wanted to know how illegal is this? Also, this is child pornography, right? I didn't even... Oh, fuck, I didn't even consider that. But <laughs> yeah, probably. Like these are all underage. <laughs> okay. So it's it's very difficult to find very specific laws in Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not a Japanese lawyer. Yeah, it's probably easier if you, like, speak Japanese and can read Japanese. <laughs> yeah, like, I would have reached out to a Japanese lawyer if I wasn't me. <laughs> like, if, if I had a Japanese budget. Japanese lawyers. Or maybe. any lawyers. <laughs> okay. Um, but looking up the kind of criminality that it is, I did find a law mm. where I can describe what happens here pretty well. Okay. And that's um, United States law. Okay, United States so law. So I basically okay. did an analysis of what this could look like if this happened in America. Okay. Specifically because uh, New, York, uh, New York penal law has a mm. very detailed <laughs> dictionary <Pino>. online. <laughs> 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 it has a very detailed uh, dictionary online for mm-hmm. everything. Uh, so first of all, because I wanted... Uh, you've probably heard, like, felony and misdemeanor yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. I want to know uh, what this actually means. Mm, okay. So I looked up what uh, the classes of offenses in I the mean, U- like, U.S. mean. I think there's German terms for the equivalent. Probably. But I actually hear the American <laughs> more often because okay, I yeah, always yeah. watch English stuff. Uh, there's, like, a level of classes of offenses in U- mm. the U.S. based on their severity. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lowest one is an infraction, mm-hmm. which you can, like, get a prison... Yeah, which you can get a prison sentence of five days or less mm-hmm. and a maximum of a $5,000 fine. Okay. Uh, then the next one are Class C, Class B, and Class A misdemeanor. Mm-hmm. Class C being the lightest one, Class uh, A being the the, harder, the, mm-hmm. the most extreme one. Yeah. Uh, class C is five to 30 days in prison mm-hmm. uh, and a $5,000 fine at max. Class B is 30 to 6 months, so mm. 30 days to 6 months and in this prison. Ma- uh, this one, you're not going to get, like, prison half a year. Yeah, and $5,000 uh, fine. In cl- a Class A misdemeanor is 6 months to a year and up to $100,000 in fines. Oof, okay, it's that's quite a, a jump, jump yeah. yeah. Uh, and then there's five different levels of felonies. Mm. That's uh, the hardest one. So Class A, B, C, D, and E. Uh, e is 1 to 5 years in prison and, and up to 255 $250,000 fine. Mm-hmm. They're all $250,000, okay. these. Yeah. Uh, but Class D is 5 to 10 years. Class C is 10 to 25. Class B is over 25. That's that's what we call a lifetime sentence, I think. Uh, no, that's A. Felony no, it, Class in, A. In Germany, a lifetime uh, lifetime is, I think, 20 years, 25 years. Okay. 
Because class A is lifetime sentence or death sentence, if mm, that exists yeah. in the state of Twenty-five grade. plus is already, I think, a lifetime yeah. sentence. So, so all you <clears throat> can add get a class A, you might even get a <clears throat> death penalty. So in there, I found a law that pretty well fits what we're looking at here, mm. and that's Article two hundred and fifty point four five of uh, the New York Penal Code. Uh, New York, okay. Yeah, unlawful surveillance in the second degree. Yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah. That is a, a form of mm. unlawful surveillance. I'm gonna read out the description. Uh, a person is guilty of unlawful surveillance in the second degree when, for his or her own or another person's amusement, entertainment, or profit, uh, or for the purpose of degrading or abusing a person, yeah, that fits. Mm, he or she intentionally uses or installs or permits the utilization of installation of an imaging device or um, uh, surreptitiously view, broadcast, or record a person dressing or undressing or the yeah, sexual or other intimate parts of such person at a place and time when such person has a reasonable expectation of privacy without such person's knowledge or consent. Yeah, that's very much literally what's happening. Yeah, pretty also, much we, exactly. We just add on top of it that it's children. Yeah. Unlawful surveillance in the second degree is a class E felony. Okay. Yeah. So we're talking one to five years in prison, up to okay. $250,000 fine. Okay. By the way, first degree means if you've done the same law crime before. Ah, okay. Yeah. So uh, I assume this is a second class felony because I assume the same people haven't done this before and were prosecuted for it. Probably not. I think people <laughs> would talk, would have probably guessed that this might happen again if they had <laughs> the same three people do this again. they do this every year <laughs> we should have really gotten it by now yeah um additionally this might also be article 250.55 dissemination of an unlawful surveillance yeah. image or the second degree so um which basically just means you know passing it around mm, yeah, i wasn't yeah. sure if that also includes just showing it off in like a private setting that seems to be a yeah. sort of dissemination yeah of because according to article 245.15 dissemination or publication of an intimate image it is defined more clearly as also just a public showing of it mm. or uh, yeah. distribution yeah that works so that would count by the way this doesn't classify uh, any of this as a dissemination or publication of an intimate image Mm -hmm. Because for that lawsuit, it needs the image itself needs to have been made consensually. Okay. okay so that, okay, for yeah, example, yeah. Um, revenge porn would fall mm -hmm. into this. Okay. Like if yeah. you have consensual, you have um, image that was created consensually yeah. that you spread non-consensually. Yeah, that's what that is. But this was image that was created non-consensually yeah, that is being was. spread yeah. non-consensually. Um. So this would probably lead to a, a concurrent or consecutive sentence because we're not talking of one account of these crimes. Yeah, that's multiple accounts. We're talking, they've done this for yeah. to at least like two groups of two people. Yeah, like like every and every probably footage, two more. Yes. Yeah, so each of these would be two cases of unlawful surveillance and two cases of dissemination of unlawful surveillance. Yeah. Image. yeah. So if, if I math this up, just for these two videos, we're talking like uh, six to twenty-four years in prison <laughs> and, uh, and up to one point four million dollars in fines. <laughs> I mean, I, I assume that this is a juvenile offense. Yeah, they are way, minors. Right? They are true. minors. Uh, but then again, uh, it this is also. Footage of minors on top of that. And also, uh, they recorded every single person in the fuck room <laughs> yeah. for the entire event. This might yeah. be dozens of people, so we're talking about a hundred cases. This is a lot. Like, And I didn't even consider child pornography. A couple of years <laughs> of juvie for sure, like minimum. <laughs> so this is Japan. I have no idea how the law is there. But even if they, like, I, I don't know if they have a unlawful surveillance law. Because based on what I can tell, the one in New York wasn't introduced until 2003. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Maybe they don't have I mean, I assume particular. that there's an equivalent law, at least. Yeah, I mean, if, if there isn't, it's still definitely a crime. Yeah, it's definitely still a crime. Even if it's not, like, deliberate, like, clearly 
described in the penal code. So that's that. <laughs> I mean, it's good to know. It's good to know. Uh, that's that's a lifetime. Uh, that that can, can max up to a lifetime. Although that'd probably be like you know they're minors. They probably they are. I get mean, off relatively. Okay, easy. actually, we don't know if they are minors. Uh, they were described as seniors. They are seniors. True. It is possible that they're not considered minors. They might be adults. If they are adults, yeah. well, uh, bad luck if they go to America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, so the next scene is yeah. in the evening of that day. Uh, Sakai basically tries to call Makoto in mm -hmm. a train. Yeah. She, like, it seems like she's heading towards him right now. Yeah, she might have called him before or texted yeah. him before that. Uh, my assumption is she texted him before yeah. that. He won't pick up. Mm -hmm. We can imagine why. And then we get like this really cool freeze frame. I like yeah, that yeah. one. Where like uh, time freezes and we see behind the train that Sakai's in. Yeah. See another train going the opposite direction with Setsuna inside. And that's the scene that I referenced earlier. Because it's an evening time scene. Yeah. And she's just moving away from where Makoto was. And she brought her like luggage. Yeah. So, so the she did spend the entire day She was there house. the entire day and they probably had sex a lot of that day. Yeah. I just want to really quickly just want to like pepper it in again that Setsna looks uncomfortably like a child. I know. Um, the, uh, the, the music in the scene is actually pretty nice. This, this mm. anime does not have bad music. Yeah. yeah it, at worst, bad. it's bland. <laughs> but like there's there's solid music in there that I mm. I, I specifically have this, the ending song of this episode still stuck in my head. But I'm really sure it, hap it also showed up in an earlier episode. I think it was the music that played at the end of the swimming episode where Sekai and Makoto had their first kiss. I think it's the song that played there mm. is the one that's in the credits of this episode. Perhaps. It's a callback to when they got together. Because Sekai knows what's up now. Yeah. Uh, she wants up a bridge. Mm -hmm. uh, that goes like we've over seen a road. this bridge a couple times before. Yeah, it's, in, it's close to Makoto's house. She passes over a road, and we see on the opposite side, Kotonoha is ascending to the same bridge. It's yeah. like an overpass. Presumably coming from Makoto's house. Yeah, it's an overpass. It goes over a bridge. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then they kind of face off at the bridge, and the yeah. music just cuts out. Uh, and then Kotonoha asks where Setsuna is. She asks yeah. Sekai where Setsuna First, is. First, Sekai like, acknowledges Kotonoha. Like, yeah, they oh. acknowledge each other. Yeah. And Kotonoha wants to know where Setsuna is. Yeah. Because uh, it appears that she went to Makoto's home. Yeah, and, and he's not there. Yeah. Or no one answered the door. That's the alternate option. And she says uh, Setsuna was supposed to do something with Makoto this day. Yes. Which is like w the lie they told yeah. in that earlier scene. She says if he's not home, then they should be out somewhere. Yeah. Uh, and then they like stand right in front of each other and Sikai looks up into her eyes mm -hmm. and they are just empty drapers. There's yeah, no yeah. highlights. They they le they left out the highlights Com to show that she yeah. has, uh, lost, uh, he has lost all eyes. will to live. Yeah, uh, this looks genuinely creepy. Yeah. Uh, it like, it's weird to say, but I weirdly enjoyed this scene. I think yeah. it is because I just did like a bunch of intense legal analysis. <laughs> it was more fun than I expected. I, th <laughs> so I, I also kind of like this scene. Partially because, like, the vibe I get from this scene... Like, we have this whole setup from earlier that Setsuna is secretly having something with Makoto. So, like, one of the versions of seeing this scene in my head was, like, Kotonoha thinks Sekai was also cheated hmm. when they meet there. Like, that's why she brings up Setsuna and talks about Setsuna, uh, what's up with Setsuna. Because Sekai potentially doesn't know about that yet. Also, an additional thought that I had is 
Sekai might have like sent him a message or something before before that. We don't get confirmation for that. But I have this assumption that Makoto left his house specifically because he knew that Sekai was coming. Yeah. Because he yeah. knew, okay, the jig is up. Yeah, that makes sense. We'll we'll get to that in a little bit. Yeah. Because... Uh, uh, the, the credits are next. The credits yeah. are next. Before that, we get the School Days logo again mm-hmm. with the text underneath it, which really hit me in that scene. This... Uh, in this school, the, the three, three guys, guys met. met. Three love stories developed yeah. from that and something like that. It's it, it felt very book-ending at the end of this episode. It's very much like, man, this has gone to shit, hasn't it? Mm. Man, like, we're too nice. We're too nice to this episode. Uh, really? Remember this how episode? much? We, remember how much we hated everything before this scene, and this this scene we're like, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Enjoy. I that. mean, I just cool. I had a lot of fun doing legal analysis. <laughs> this is what school days does to you. Yeah. <laughs> Reading penal law is fun. You know, you know, this scene actually got me engaged enough that I actually wrote shit down about the credits <laughs> for the first fucking time. What did you write down about the credits? First of all, the song, which is pr- I'm pretty. Definitely played in an earlier episode. I remember that from another dramatic scene, and I think it was from the end of the swimming episode. And on the other hand, the images on the phone that you stopped tracking at some point. Yeah. There is only one. This entire end credit scene has only one image on the phone. Oh. And it's Setsuna. It's just that image of Setsuna giving a peace sign. That goes through... <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of this meme of this dude giving a peace sign and then fading out. Like, that's Setsuna in this episode. But, like, that's the only that's the only uh, shot that's in there. So, this episode is very much the Setsuna episode. Because usually we saw characters from that episode show up there. Interesting. And this time it's just Setsuna. I, I mean, I postulated before whether this is characters relevant to the scene, but I think mm. there was counter evidence to this. A little bit, but I feel in this episode it really fits. Yeah. Because this is the episode mm. that basically ends Setsuna's whole sto- shit. Yeah. However, plot twist. This is not the end. Yeah, this is... Uh, we get uh, an Avengers-style uh, end credit scene. Yes, we get an end credit scene. When I saw this the first time I watched the episode a week ago, uh, two weeks ago, I went back to every episode before this mm. to make sure that there actually wasn't a post-credit yeah. scene. I think I checked for most episodes. Yeah. Uh, there wasn't. Yeah. This is the first time there is one. Yeah. And this and the last episode also has one, and that's okay. it. Okay. Yeah. That's I remember all, the one. The only I one. actually remember what the one in the last episode is. Yeah. There's only two post-credit scenes. And I don't remember if I've actually seen this one before. I'm not sure if I've seen. This I, I don't think scene. I have. Uh, so okay, first thing I found out here is uh, we are. At a location called N- Narita Airport. Mm-hmm. And this was interesting to me. Okay. Because that place is fucking real. Oh! <laughs> that's, an air- that's an airport in Tokyo. So it is Tokyo. It is Tokyo. So it has been fantasy Tokyo all along. In fact, I have to show you a very particular comparison image that I made. Uh, do you notice something here? Uh, this is an image from the actual scene showing the yeah. front of the image. Uh, you know, of Narita Airport. Terminal. Written with, <laughs> <laughs> written with an A. Oh, I didn't notice that. <laughs> I noticed that immediately. They misspelled terminal. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah, even the inside of the building looks identical. I looked up at Im- images of the place. Also, just to be clear, like, they misspelled terminal in the show. On the actual airport, it correctly says terminal. <laughs> yeah, in the actual real airport, it says terminal. Yeah. But it doesn't say so in the show. Yeah. It just says terminal. Yeah. And the one is missing, the too. Terminal. This isn't terminal also, one. Also, terminal isn't ca- isn't capped. 
Yeah. Uh, it's like, it's ca- isn't caps locked. It's a small yeah. T. And the number's missing. Great. <laughs> it's not terminal one, it's just terminal. This is what they have to do so it's not copyright infringement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this isn't the tar- This isn't the terminal one, this is this is terminal. It would be really funny though. Like they correctly spelled out the entire name of the airport, but they did the misspelling <laughs> on the wrong terminal. <laughs> Makoto is there and he's looking for Setsuna. Yeah. And I actually wrote some stuff down about that because mm-hmm. he's like shouting for Setsuna and Setsuna is kind of ignoring him and uh, making her way through the airport. And to me, like we didn't see Makoto on the train with Setsuna. So the assumption is he came here after Setsuna. And I was really thinking in that moment, like, why is Makoto here? Like, why did he follow Setsuna to the airport and is searching for her now? And this is why I brought up earlier that I think Sekai might have written him a message or something in advance so he knows that the jig is up. Mm -hmm. Because I think what this scene is supposed to be is Makoto is trying to go to Setsuna as everyone has been going to Setsuna throughout the entire show, as everyone has relied on Setsuna throughout the entire show to make her help him solve his problem. Mm -hmm. He's going to Setsuna so Setsuna can solve this issue he's run into now. But Setsna is out of it. Setsna is taking her way through the airport, is about to leave. It ends on her like saying sayonara. Setsna is out of the picture. Setsna has left the anime. And uh, I think that's the role that we were supposed to get from Setsna, which we talked about earlier. I think the role Setsna plays that this episode kind of wants to underline is Setsna is the one that solves all the conflict between the characters because they're also passive. Setsna is the active person that solves everyone's problems, and now that she's out of the anime, the characters have to fend for themselves, basically. Hmm. And we'll see, without wanting to spoil too much, from next episode onward, like, there's a time jump to next episode, and everything has completely collapsed in that time. Like, all the relationships have gone to fucking shit. And I think what the anime is deliberately trying to tell us is it's because Setsna is gone. Like, like, it's not like the, the relationships were ever that great. No, they absolutely they were weren't. Dysfunctional. And, like, and Setsna's ways of solving it in the end were fucking stupid and insane. But I think that's what this episode kind of wants to go at. Mm. Like, this, these might be things that could have been solved when Setsna was there. But she's not responding to Sekai's messages. She's not responding to uh, Makoto. Like, she, uh, she has erased herself from the narrative. She she is not here to solve everyone else's problems anymore. Mm. Uh, she gets a flashback mm-hmm. in the scene, last one, which I actually also have positive things to say about. Fuck. Really? Yeah. Tell me. She basically has a flashback back to like the beginning of the school year, most m- most likely, where she was back in the happy times. Yeah, where she was supposed to be the one to be seated next to Makoto in the class, and like Sekai asked her, hey, can I sit next to him instead of you? And she's like, ah, oh, are you interested? And she's like, ah, I don't know if it's like that or something like that. Which, first of all, like, clearly confirms, I don't know if it's been confirmed before, that Sekai was, like, always interested in Makoto. And, like, her trying to get him together with Kotonoha was a strategy for getting with him, I guess. I don't know. It kind of confirms that they were always interested. What I thought was really good about the scene in the context of the scene, which really underlines like everyone's reliant on uh, on Setsna and she's not a part of this anymore, is this is really an exemplification of her relationship with Sekai, which is Sekai wants something and she makes it happen. And 
we'll see in the rest of this show now how the dynamics of the school have changed now that Setsna isn't here to solve problems anymore. Yeah. Man. Yeah, that's the end of the episode. Did not expect to end on a note where I'm like, man, this episode really expertly sums up the relationship between Sekai and Setsna so far. Yeah, we've hated this episode. We've hated this episode so much, but it ends on a high note, though. Yeah. Like, it ends on a note where you want to know what happens mm -hmm. in the finale. So, now if one of us ever gets to Tokyo, we have a site to visit. <laughs> oh, we have a lot of sites to visit. We have to find what Haramihama is based on and all of that yeah. shit. Like, that's not real places, no, just, but they're based on No, the on one places. actual real place. <laughs> I need to stand on this escalator and pretend to be Setsuna. <laughs> and I need to shout on the other side of the terminal. I don't want to cosplay Setsuna with you cosplaying as Makoto. No, I don't want to be captured by Japanese authorities for screaming <laughs> in the airport. <laughs> Anyways, um, that is the end of episode 10. Next episode, episode 11 and episode 12 after that form the finale of the show. From what I remember, like the cutoff point between them is like right in the middle of the plot. We're gonna see where everything has gone. And it's gonna be interesting to like get a look back at things that feel like so long ago to us because there's a lot of from what i remember there's a good amount of callbacks to earlier plot lines in the finale like uh remember kotonoha's scarf remember the scarf kotonoha was making now i do yeah right like it's, it feels like it was so long ago kotonoha was making a scarf for makoto for christmas we're gonna get to christmas soon the yeah. finale is at christmas hey, real life as well we're yeah real life as well hey look it's it's, it's um, four more episodes that's like until the end of December, right? And uh, didn't we calculate that it wouldn't be done until next year? We did, but I think we thought it was 13 episodes. It's 12, so it would be two more months of recording. Okay, hang on. Let me do some calendar maths. We're recording that one on December 22nd. Yeah. So like right before Christmas. Oh my, it all so perfectly aligns. It's so perfect. We're recording. Oh my God, it's so perfect. We're releasing it on... Uh, the theoretically december 27th yeah so like right after christmas is when it's going to be released and maybe we'll release it on christmas just you know as yeah. a little treat well i mean then we have to edit the last episode in two days uh we'll find the time That's fine we'll manage man this is this is wild i haven't i haven't <laughs> had that in my head yet that it's so close to christmas man what a what a what a little gift to have under your tree yeah that the end of school days the school days end is happening Again, I'm still planning on doing something special for the finale. You also, uh, from what I remember, had some special plans for the finale. Yes. We'll get to that when we'll get to that. It's not that long anymore. Mm. The end is in sight. The end is near. I can see the light at the end of the tunnel and I'm walking towards it. You'll hear from us. We'll imagine l hearing from you in the next episode in two weeks. Until then, take care of yourself. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.